everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Varying Viewpoints podcast, developed and sponsored by the Samuel DeWitt Proctor Institute for Leadership, Equity, and Justice. I'm your host, Natalie Passov, and I am the Communications and Research Coordinator for the Rutgers Center for Minority Serving Institutions, who is co-sponsoring this episode, as well as the Proctor Institute. Um, And I am overjoyed to be joined by our guest today, Deja Joy Brewster, who is a program coordinator at Student Veterans of America, also known as SVA. Joy, how are you doing today? I am doing amazing. How are you? I am just so blessed to be here with you. It's always a pleasure to do this work with you. Um, And so for some context for our listeners, (laughs) Joy and I have been working very closely together for about a year on this partnership between the Rutgers Center for Minority Serving Institutions and SVA. Um, And that partnership included a handful of podcast episodes, um, and it also included a robust social media campaign that sought out to aid student veterans and military-connected students attending minority-serving institutions with the tools and the resources to navigate higher education. Um, And all of our spotlights and all these resources can be found under the hashtag SVA Mondays, Um, you know, if listeners want to check those out. And I will say SVA Mondays did incredibly well. Um, You know, they attracted hundreds to thousands of impressions and engagements from, you know, MSI leaders to student veterans and and beyond. Um, So, you know, the purpose of this episode is not only to wrap up our work together, but to actually see what you know, the benefits of this partnership has had on student veterans and, you know, those military connected students at MSIs. So we can just jump right in. Um, And Joy, I'd love for you to remind listeners about, you know, what SVA does, what they offer, and how they help support student veterans at MSIs. Absolutely, absolutely. And thank you so much for doing this again. We are so excited to be here. It has been such a pleasure working with you and the Rutgers Center for Minority Serving Institutions and really being able to kind of like just just have such an amazing and fruitful collaboration. Um, And so at Student Veterans of America, we do a lot. (laughs) Um, And as one of the program coordinators, I get to do a lot of the fun stuff of like really you know, like like starting our events and getting those things done and, and really being able to, to push them out to all of our students on all different campuses. Um, so we have our Leadership Institute, we have our National Conference, um, which Mary Beth was an amazing asset to um, back in January. And I will tell you after that session, I had a lot of people come up to me and email me and say things like, I didn't even know that my institution was a minority serving institution. How do I help these students better? You know, and how, how do I how do I put things in place that that are going to be more equitable for these students? And that for me just brought everything full circle. Um, of course, we have uh, Washington Week. We do a lot of policy work. Um, we do do a lot of like empowering and advocating for the students um, and really helping them to navigate the, this world of higher education, you know, whether they're um, active duty still or if they're or if they've gotten off active duty or if they're in the guard or if they're a spouse or a child and really helping them to understand like what that identity looks like and how to be authentic and advocate for yourself on and off of campus and then really empowering them like through and like through during and like after um, higher education. And so it's been, it's been a lot of fun, a lot of fun. (laughs) Oh, good. I'm glad to hear that. And it's always just so refreshing to see, you know, all the great work that SVA does um, and, you know, all the work that you're doing to help these, these students. And I'm, I'm glad to hear that 
more folks know about MSIs now. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. It was, it was so insane to see the amount of emails that I got afterwards. And I'm like, oh my goodness, like y'all, my mailbox is telling me that I can't get any more emails. Like, need you just slow down. <laughs> okay. Well, kind of, I think this will lead us into our next question. You know, we've done this year long campaign in addition to, you know, our presence at NatCon. Um, but I'm curious as to, you know, if you could provide a few specific examples of how SVA's MSI engagement has increased since the birth of this partnership. Absolutely. So this has been um, really interesting to see the growth. Um, we were able to reach out to communities that we really haven't been able to touch before, one of them being the, uh, the tribal serving institutions, um, which was huge for me. Um, like I wanted to cry. I was so excited. I was like, we got a tribal, like we got a tribal college to be like, yes, see, like I want to be involved. I want to lend my voice. I want, I want this, 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 you know, this participation to help with advocacy, but also to help our students with, you know, you know, gaining that leadership experience, being able to have the VFW legislative, um, you know, things that we do on that end and really kind of like understanding that that we want them to be included and we want their voices to be heard also. Um, we've increased our HBCU um, chapters, which has been amazing. We implemented our first DE&I liaisons, which has been awesome. Um, I'm leading that charge and being able to train people and recruit people and really help them to understand how um, inclusive policies on campus can really help the campus as a whole um, and really help professors and students to really have more of an understanding of one another and what that looks like on on the, the spectrum of being in the, the military family. Um, and the other thing that I thought was really awesome um, was that people are actually asking more questions. And I think that is important is that we are meeting people where they're at and then they're at and they're comfortable asking questions and comfortable receiving feedback. And I mean, I had someone ask me, well, what does DE&I stand for? And I'm like, wow, like we're starting from, we're starting from the very beginning and we're going all the way up. So this is cool. Like, like, let me meet you where you are. Let me give you the tools that, that I, that I have. And then let me let you ask questions and be that safe place to do so. And I think a lot of times when it comes to diversity, equity, inclusion, talking about race or class or the queer community or dis disabilities, people are scared to ask these questions. Mm. And so letting mm. them have that, that, that space to ask questions and, and be okay with not knowing what's going on, but wanting to learn more has been phenomenal. That's so great to hear. I, I can't believe how positive it has been. Um, and that, the, those responses, they're coming from students, right? Students and administrators. So it's been across the gamut and, and it's been really awesome to see how even people that are, you know, at like the president level or the vice chancellor level are coming to me and saying, Hey, you're, you're kind of like an expert in this area. I have a few questions. How can, how, how can we engage better with our students? And then it, you know, it, do, it doesn't stop at the military community. You know, they, they go into asking about the queer community. They go into asking about disability. You know, they'll ask about, you know, people who aren't neurotypical, you know, and, and all of these things that, that really fall under the umbrella of diversity, equity, and inclusion. Right, right. That, that, that's just so great to hear, especially in this, in this day and age, you know, when we want to be more informative and we want people to, 
be educated on these topics. So it's great that it's gone even beyond the military connected community, right? Um, and so the reason the reason I ask about students is because you know the majority of this partnership took place on social media, and a lot of students these days are, you know, that's kind of their home base. That's the way to reach them. Um, and so I'm also curious if you know you could speak to how you see this engagement going beyond those clicks and those shares, right? You know, are they coming to you and starting chapters? Are they coming to you and and you know? asking for concrete next steps, right? Like if you can speak toward any of that, that'd be great. Yeah. So we definitely have had people come to us and create chapters, which has been awesome. Um, our MSI chat. So we have a, a project going on right now where we're, you know, talking to all of the chapters that we have across the nation and three different countries and asking them, you know, like, what does your chapter health look like? And how can we help you? And really doing that outreach, but also talking to like certifying officials, veteran service um, on campus centers and asking them, you know, like what 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 does your community need? Um, and with that outreach in, in conjunction with Rutgers Center for Minority Serving Institutions and SVA Mondays and the podcast that we put out, we've really been able to not only increase our chapter, but we've been able to increase um, visibility. Um, and we've started to the point where people are like, oh, you know, you have uh, regional summits going on. You know, how do I get involved with that? You have Washington Week going on. How do I get involved with that? Um, you have the VFW Legislative Fellowship going on. How do I get involved with that? Um, how do I get to NatCon? How do I get funding for NatCon? How do I liaise better with the other institutions that are in my area, which has been really awesome to see where we have schools that are. PWIs saying, oh, I have this MSI right in my backyard. Can we work together? And I'm like, oh my goodness, a thousand percent yes. Like, <laughs> like you don't even have to ask. Like, like, you know, like, like reach out to their president, reach out to, to their vice president, whoever it might be, and say, hey, you want to partner on this activity? Can we do that together? And I think that has been so refreshing to see campuses like chapter campuses working with one another on campus but also helping one another to to really like be involved with SVA and tell us what they need so that so that we can you know better advocate for them right right and that's great to hear about the partnerships because these MSIs they want to partner these PWIs they want to partner they want to increase their their awareness and their engagement in the community right um so it's really it's it's really fruitful to hear that that's actually happening and that there's a reason that we're doing all this, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so I'm also curious, you know, beyond kind of the student presence, right? You mentioned presidents, you mentioned leaders, you mentioned other folks, but I'm also curious in terms of the military, military space, right? What do you think this campaign has done for MSI and, you know, BIPOC, Black Indigenous People of Color representation in that military space? Have you seen anything? I have, and and I think that, and I and I'll say this from a, a personal perspective of being a black military spouse, I've had a lot of people, especially on LinkedIn, reach out to me, and they've said there have been so many times where I have not seen myself represented 
that this makes me feel like I'm not only part of the student community, but also the military community. Um, because a lot of times that, that identity is stripped from them, you know, and, and being showing up as their authentic self is, is can, can be can, like daunting essentially. Cause you're like, well, who am I? Like really like redefining who you are. And on my end as a military spouse, I mean, I rebrand myself everywhere I go because I have to, um, and, and I've noticed that I've had some people that are like, you know what, I'm considering an MSI now because I feel like I can be myself on that campus. You know, I, they're, they're, they're telling me how they're looking more at HBCUs. They're seeing the value there. I've had some people, I've had people reach out to me about the scholarship from um, Fayetteville State University. And they're like, they're like, but I'm white. Can I still go to that school? And I'm like, of course you can. Like, that does not mean you can't go to an HBCU. I'm like, I'm like and I was like, and I will tell you that the amount of knowledge that you will get beyond just education is going to be something that you're not really going to be able to find anywhere else once you're on an MSI, once you're embedded in the culture, once you understand, you know, what it's like to be at an at an anapesi as opposed to being at a PBI and why PBIs and HBCUs are different. And, you know, what schools look like and what that culture is and really being able to, to create a more like well-rounded and holistic person. I think for the military community, aside from them being able to be their authentic selves, they've really been able to come into this idea of we can all be different, but then still be one person. Absolutely. I think that was so eloquently said. Thank you for that wonderful answer. Um, because that that's the most important thing, right? Is understanding that these institutions are out there and understanding the work that they do. And a lot of folks, you know, they are attending PWIs, predominantly white institutions. They're not seeing that. And especially as someone who is military connected, I can just see so much value in that, you know, and it's the reason we do the work that we do. So it's really great to hear that there, you have seen that positive impact, right? Oh, absolutely. And I think a lot of us too, we were, I mean, like I know personally, and I've had other people say the same thing where they were discouraged from, from going to an HBCU, you know, because I mean, I, I went to school in South Jersey and I graduated pretty high and I was told like I wanted to go to um, North Carolina A&T and they were like, you don't want to go to an HBCU. It's not going to look good on your resume. And a lot of us have like have had that, you know, held with us for so long. And now we're seeing the value that HBCUs give. You know, we're seeing the vice president went to an HBCU. We're seeing that that there's more than just what we're told when we go to, to our, you know, high schools or counselors or whatever. And it's, it's not that, you know, HBCUs aren't reputable, you know, and, and we're honestly seeing that, that we, we do have an opportunity to go somewhere and, and not just represent our community, but also be represented in the, the, the administration and in the community. Exactly. So kind of bringing us back to, you know, this partnership, um, I'm curious to hear what's next. What's next for SVA? What's next for your DEI initiatives? What's next for your work with MSIs? You know, any any sort of initiatives or resources you'd like to share? Sure. Um, this has been so much fun, and working with MSIs has been amazing. Um, we're working on getting our DEI liaisons up, um, and they're going to be at all schools across the country, not just MSIs. Um, and I think that's that's an, an important part to note. Also, is that we want all of our community to be able to be engaged in these liaisons. Um, we we just got our um, 
a DEI fellow that's going to be more at an administrative level with staff. We're creating our racial equity task force. Um, so that's really exciting. Uh, we have all of our things for NatCon coming up, of course, <laughs> where, where NatCon's going to be, it's going to have a great DEI focus also. Um, and I think the biggest thing with MSIs is that we, we are making more of a point to be able to provide resources that are going to be specific for the students on those campuses. Um, I think that it's going to be exciting to see how things really start to grow and keep getting bigger and bigger. Um, they are planning the Representation and Inclusion Summit, which I think is going to be phenomenal um, and really bringing together the, the different um, schools and really helping them to understand how can we not only help the students on our campuses, but also help one another and understanding how to better serve the military community on each of our campuses. Um, as far as MSIs, I, I love being the point of contact for them. I love being able to, to hear the different stories that happen. I love hearing them say, you did an SBA Monday on this and, and I didn't even realize that this was a thing. And I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm glad that you were able to see it. You know, I'm glad that you were able to, to, be, to be recognized and feel like, like you're being appreciated and feel like, feel like you're being represented. And, and I've had some people who our spouses come to me and say, you know what, this is the first time where I've seen like myself represented on, on a main stage type of thing. And so I think it's important to note that, especially with working with MSIs um, and working, you know, further with, with Rutgers CMSI, um, I think it's important to note that, that we, we all want the same thing, you know, and, and we all want people to feel like not only that, that, that they're included, but also that, that, that they are able to say what's on their mind and not feel like they need to censor themselves. And I think that's a lot of what's going on now is that people are more like, more willing to really tell their story and not feel like, like they're the only person experiencing this. Exactly. Oh, that was another really wonderful answer. <laughs> <laughs> Joy, you astound me. <laughs> um, no, I, I, it really sounds like SVA and especially your work um, is very grounded in, in what the students need and what, you know, the non-traditional spaces need and what these military connected folks and beyond need. Right. And, and I think that's what moves and motivates us to do our work each and every day. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, I'm, I'm so excited to see what's next, not only for you, but for our work together. Um, and, you know, it's just been a pleasure to chat with you today and to work so closely with you over the last year. Um, for our listeners, if you haven't already, I would recommend checking out other podcast episodes that we've recorded with SVA, as there are some really helpful resources and spotlighted projects that are outlined throughout. So Joy, those are all my questions. Do you have any parting thoughts? Um, I think my biggest one, honestly, is reach out to us, you know, like ask us questions. And even if, even if you don't, even if you can't get to our website and you, you're, you know, you're working with Rutgers CMSI and you're having questions, feel free to ask us questions because we, we want to meet people where they're at. And I think that's the biggest part of this is really helping people to, to feel empowered, to not only be okay in the things that they don't know, but, but be excited to learn things about all the different communities that are around them.
and and thank you so much for all of your support, for all of your help, for being willing to do this with us, uh, and for taking a chance on not only SVA but on me because I know that I kind of like sent you guys this like email out of the blue a year ago. I know you guys are probably like, who is this girl? Like, what is going on? What is an SVA? But like, I am so excited that we were able to do this together. I really look forward to working with you guys again. Yes. And it's been a pleasure on our end. You know, we've learned so much about the student veteran community and, you know, the the large following at, at MSIs, right? And so I echo everything that you've, you know, shared with us today. And, you know, I'm, it, it's, it's surely been a pleasure with, for us as well. So I do want to thank you for reaching out to us because it's just been, I think, mutually beneficial. Um, and so uh, thank you, everyone. Um, please uh, continue to follow the Samuel DeWitt Proctor Institute and the Rutgers Center for Minority Serving Institutions on uh, social media to stay abreast of all of our projects and all of our future partnerships and potentially future work with SVA. Um, and so I just want to thank you all for listening um, and take care. <laughs> <laughs>